for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Still plenty to come this morning on the warm-up. We've got the marketplace not too far away and our local footy wrap uh, in a moment as well. But joining us on the line, this I love saying this, Moons. I don't know if he gets it all the time or he's sick of it, but he's a premiership ruckman, this guy, for the Tigers. <laughs> That's right, he was. Uh, back in 2017, now doing a great job as an assistant at the Geelong Footy Club. Sean Grigg joins us on the line. Sean, welcome, mate. Do you get sick of hearing that or do you just sort of take that in your stride? Uh, morning, boys. Thanks for having me on. Um, no, no, it's a, it's a nice, nice memory um, to have playing in the ruck. It's not that hard, actually, either, boys. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember doing it, Greg. And you know what? You just you eventually get to the point where you don't jump. You just try and read the tap, and then you just run away from the ruck when you get about sixteen possessions. Well, that, that's what it was lucky for me. I, I wasn't um, able to compete in the ruck, or the coaches didn't expect me to. So I, I always had that out, mate. <laughs> hey mate, uh, big weekend You've got a couple of huge games uh, for Geelong of course to, to look forward to Saints tonight and then home against the Dogs next week We'll get to that in just a moment But speaking of premierships A couple of uh, close teammates pulling the pin this week Trent Cochin and also Jack Rewalt this week um, That's a, it's, I guess they've had wonderful careers Just tell us I guess playing a bit with those guys And what it means It's a, it's a big hole to fill at the club yeah, absolutely it is. And probably, I mean, I was lucky enough to play a lot of footy with both of those guys and just the way they both um, became comfortable in their own skin and the, and the way they both transformed themselves as players first, but then as leaders, probably second. So, you know, Trent, we saw him sort of win a Brownlow in 2012 and then, you know, develop into a really selfless leader. He, he just became a battering ram, really. Sacrificed his own game and, and obviously Jack Rewalt, you know, he's won Coleman medals and, you know, early on in his career, he was looking and having shots from everywhere and, um, you know, it was all about Jack, but obviously he turned himself around into a great leader and, you know, particularly our first premiership um, had a really small forward line. So Jack's job was just to bring it to ground and, you know, he bought into that and he valued that. And, you know, it was one of the reasons why we were able to be so successful. Go back to uh, that first premiership, Shawnee, and just talk about with Cochin's leadership, Obviously, during the year, you guys had, uh, I know we had uh, special teams come in and all of those type of things come into our footy club back in Geelong um, just to try and work out our leadership style. What was what was the thing that came into your footy club to work out your style? And then obviously, Koch just took it by the scruff of the neck and let it. Yeah, it was probably him and Dima. It was just about being vulnerable and, you know, for Koch, he was the captain and just for him to stand up and, you know, tell everyone he doesn't have all the answers and... Um, you know, just really took his mask off. I suppose that that's that's his language he uses, and um, you know, just we it was all everyone bought in off the back of that, and we just created a really sort of fun environment, and we almost got it back to you know having fun like we did as kids or at a country footy club. You know, obviously AFL can be heavily scrutinised from the outside, but we just um, you know stuck together and and stayed internal and um, had a lot of fun with it, and um, yeah, it was a massive reason why you know I enjoyed my footy so much in the latter part of my career. Were you guys renowned for telling jokes on the field? Uh, a couple of couple of guys were. I mean, yeah. that's sort of part part of the reason. Um, you know, guys were just encouraged to be themselves. So um, you know, some guys who, who were pretty jovial, and you know, they were able to do that. And other guys that you know would, would snarl and be serious, they were able to do that. So there wasn't sort of one one size fits all. Everyone was encouraged to be themselves. Who who took it too seriously out there? Oh, there's a couple of the defenders probably, you know, Dylan Grimes and those, those type of lockdown defenders are always pretty serious. 
Hey, mate. Defend, um, defenders don't have any yeah, charisma, let's be honest. They're, they're the fast bowlers of the, <laughs> of the football team. Hey, mate, um, we'll get to the Cats in a moment, but Dimmer expected to be announced uh, possibly next week as the Gold Coast coach uh, for five years. Have you looked at properties? Where would you live, you reckon, on the Gold Coast if you were going to head up there with him? <laughs> no, I'm... I'm uh, yeah, pretty happy down here at the Cats, but it's um, you know it's great that that is going to maybe get back involved. All the speculation, he's a great coach, and you know for him to to, to go away and refresh, and um, you know the game's better off with someone like Damien Hardwick involved. What's his greatest asset? Do you think, Gregor? Just the way that he coaches and him as a as him as a person. What is it? Well, for me, it was probably the, he's such a great motivator. He's able to get the best out of individuals. Um, you know, he's able to highlight roles that suited guys' strengths and, and really reward and value that. Mate, I saw um, during the week when I was down at the club that I saw Andrew McDonald, the Australian coach, having a coffee with Steve Hocking. Is he part of anything this week in terms of build-up to the game? Uh, probably not um, in the footy department. I mean, he, he sort of, because he lives down here, um, he comes every now and then and spends time with us coaches or players and, and some of our coaches and players have been able to do that with the Australian cricket team. So, yeah, we've got a great relationship, um, you know, with Ronnie and there's always things to learn off of different sports, particularly um, you know, that Australian cricket team. All right, Greg, big game tonight. Uh, obviously, Big Hawk is back, Jetty Buse is back and <laughs> simple as must win, mate. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, the destiny is it's in our hands, which which is good. We we don't really have to rely on, on other results. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to the challenge. Uh, we've had some some good games against the Saints the last couple of times. So, yeah, it's great to great to welcome back um, Big Hawk and for him to team up with you know Jez in the forward line is, is going to be a um, key part for the game. So important, and I guess now with that week off in between finals, if you get there, and look, as you said, the destiny is in your own hands, you get a bit of time to hopefully get a few back and get to full fitness. Where do you think in the next couple of weeks, obviously a couple back this week, can you get close to your best 23 by finals time? Um, Jack Henry looks like he'll miss the rest of the season. How's Blitzar's travelling at the moment? Yeah, they're, they're all probably a bit of wait and see. Um, Cam Guthrie's going to play some time in the VFL today, so... We're looking forward to getting him back, and um, you know we, we can't sort of look too far ahead. But Mark Mark Blitzer, yeah, has been progressing through through his rehab, and he's back out running. And I'm not not exactly sure of the timeline there, but um, you know it's looking positive. Has there been a little bit of um, a little bit of fun at the footy club with I guess Jeremy Cameron's goals on the weekend <sighs> were in the third stand? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we'll take them, won't we? Uh, <laughs> we can kick them from anywhere. It shows, it shows the skill. It shows the skill of Jeremy, doesn't it? Um, yeah, he doesn't have to be um, inside the in, inside the boundary line to kick him. Must have been pleasing. Though. I mean, after his head knock with with uh, Gary Rowan, I mean, it did take a little bit of time for him to to get things going again, uh, and probably been building to what we saw last week. Is that fair enough? Yeah, it probably is, and also you know that shoulder injury as well. It, you know, sort of Manny was pulling up, you know, sore from games and sort of you know limiting his training at time. So it's good. Good that you know everything's starting to get back back together, and he can spend some time out at training and really really hone in his craft. He he spends a lot of time you know on his forward craft and goal kicking. So for him to get those rewards on the weekend, last weekend was great. So we're looking forward to him putting putting some through the big stick tonight. And just on that two moons, I'm not sure if you've seen, but uh, he's got his own YouTube channel at the moment, Jeremy Cameron, on the farm with Jeremy Cameron. Oh. And we get to see the inside of dealing with the cows and riding the motorbike around. Is he getting a bit of stick for doing that? He's sort of doing a bit of selfie mode there, uh, Grigger. 
Yeah, no, he, you know, he loves it out on his farm, and you know, it's probably one of the reasons why you know the cats enticed him to to come down and play. He's you know he's from country Victoria, Dartmoor, so you know it's um you know it's great for him to, to step away from footy and clear his head and do things that he loves. That's you know big part of the cat's culture. Jeremy Cameron, the influencer. Who would yeah. have thought? Yeah, the big dog. Who would have thought? <laughs> Farmer Cameron. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, um, important game, as I said, tonight. Then you've got the dogs at home, the final game of the season. And, you know, back-to-back wins will see you into the finals. And uh, hopefully for the Cats fans uh, in the mix to have a bit of a say in how that plays out. Where is the game won and lost tonight? I mean, Max uh, King um, has been playing well for the Saints, kicking a few goals. Where... Where's the game one and lost tonight? Of course, Hawk back in, which is a great inclusion. But it's um but you know, a quick game at Marvel tonight, it's gonna to be a tough one. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, both forward lines are pretty potent when you look at the names there and the structure. So, you know, for us it'll be around the contest in the midfield. So we'll back our boys in around there, you know, Pat Dangerfield, Tom Atkins, those guys to, to get it forward in into our dangerous forward line. Um and you know, and hopefully limit what St Kilda can do up the other end. Well, best of luck tonight, mate. Enjoy the game. I know you're heading to uh, Richmond this afternoon as well to farewell the boys as they take on North Melbourne. You'd expect a, a fairly big win there. Enjoy that for the moment that it is and celebrating their career and good luck to the Cats tonight. Thanks, guys. Go Cats. Bye, Greg. Beautiful. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate you jumping on. I know you're busy. Easy. No Have worries. a good day, mate. See Cheers boys. for that. See you, mate. There you go. Sean Grigg joining us there, assistant coach of the, the Cats and, of course, premiership star at Richmond Farewelling. A couple of teammates this afternoon as they take on North Melbourne. The Cats tonight against St Kilda. It should be an absolute cracker and the Saints need a win as well to maintain their top eight. Stay with us. The marketplace not too far away and local footy update. All thanks to Little Creatures. And Furphy at Little Creatures Village Geelong. Order up, grab pizza and any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures Geelong. For just 25 bucks. visit littlecreatures.com.au. For Little Creatures, all creatures welcome. This is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons.